And when the enemy tells you that you'll never make it through that problem or circumstance, when he says you're not enough, when he tries to remind you of everything you did wrong or all the failed situations in your life, you got to snatch that fool by the throat. Remind him who you are and whose you are. Put your foot on his neck. When I say run me my crown, I stand boldly and I look the enemy square in the eye and I tell him to run me everything he sold from me. Everything that God says is mine, run it back. My peace, my joy, love overflowing, wisdom, power, purpose, run it back. aka foxy's baby i'm excited to be here yet another tuesday another opportunity to share soul secrets and sisterhood and tonight will be no different listen y'all know listen listen y'all know my friends <laughs> are the bomb okay for the last what i believe 12 weeks or so i have introduced to you yet another powerhouse sister that I am privileged to be in community with. And when I say sisterhood saved my life, I'm not joking when I say this. I mean every bit of this. Now this one is real personal though. This one right here, <laughs> we were almost twins, but she wanted to play games. She wanted to play games, be a couple of days and a few years too late. <laughs> But listen, I'm excited to have my sister Boo Thang, my pretty friend, Gina Bird. Um, how are you, love? Hey, girl. <laughs> I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. You're so welcome. And listen, I got to tell the world, this right here is one of my biggest fans, okay? If I, I ain't got to worry about whether or not Gina Bird is going to be on live <laughs> every single Tuesday. Yeah, but to have the opportunity to have her, you know, live and in person, us to be able to communicate and, and converse and to really share this wealth of information. And I really want to hop right into it because I know how amazing it is. And, you know, having the opportunity to, you know, be under your tutelage for the last couple of months, really, and being able to understand what the Enneagram is, you know, what my actual personality traits, you know, how they actually, yeah. It's, it's very interesting. <laughs> it's, 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 
And um, and so I'm just I normally don't do this, but I want to do this just because I don't want to leave anything out. And I think it's so pertinent um, to actually, you know, just talk about who you are. Um, I mean, obviously, you the bomb dignity.com. So but I'm going to read your um, your brief bio that you shared with me. And I was so impressed, of course. And so I'm just going to quickly read it. So, of course, Gina Bird. Your certified Enneagram coach is a Baltimore native. Ooh, ooh, Baltimore. <laughs> I still ain't calling it home, but it's all good. <laughs> One of these days, I've, I've only been here almost 20 years, but you know, that's enough. <laughs> Philly to the heart. But with over five years experience being employed in the federal judiciary, she has become well acquainted with successfully working with a variety of personalities, from judges to deputy clerks, judicial assistants, attorneys, the public, mm, you can stop right there, Jesus, the public, <laughs> and many more. Her skill level is simply stellar. She has been able to achieve additional certifications in both mental health first aid and emotional intelligence. And so, you know, I thought that was just so key to just share because, um, of course, I met you, I guess I want to say it's probably been... I feel like I've known you forever, but I know it's it has to be like maybe around four or five years, maybe. I don't know. Like, no, you, know, you just feel like somebody's always been there. I think it's been longer than that. So okay. I think we probably met in 2016. Okay. So would that be five years? Yeah, yeah, it'd be just about five. And yeah, I mean, but I feel like you know, we've always kind of like from the moment we met, it was just like we were like this. <laughs> so I'm like, no, she's been there from the beginning. There's no way it's only been five years. Um, but the reality is we met on Facebook. We met through a Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And and, you know, and, and I think it's a testament to what you truly desire out of social media is what you're going to get. You know, I, I've had a lot of people tell me, oh, Facebook is the devil and all that kind of child. No, the devil might be in you. <laughs> but over here, you know, we make connections. We, you know, we we build community. We doing the Lord's work around here. So this is true. You know, and so it just, you know, it speaks volumes to the fact that I met you. You were literally a stranger. Um. But, you know, quickly became my sister girl and the rest is history. Yeah. And so of course, I've I've seen you over the years transition from, you know, the single mom life to now the bombdiggity.com married life. You better show it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Shout out to my bro, Darius. I'm so excited for you guys. What, it's been two years, almost two yep. years now. Two years. Time be flying. It did. Listen, Fly, listen. Literally, bird. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, let me tell y'all, for those of you who are out there, whether in Facebook or YouTube live land, or even if you catch this um, in the podcast world, when I tell you, I have to have loved these, these people so much because on the day <laughs> of their wedding, honey, honey. When I say it was a thousand degrees outside, <laughs> Wait, 
and they had a, a garden wedding. We did. We did. In but, July. But In wait. July. No, wait, stop. You got to go back because I think this really sets the tone for just talking female friendships tonight because mm. um, Darius and I got engaged. We had an engagement party a year out from our wedding date. And on the yeah. day of our engagement party, it poured down raining. It sure did. It was pouring. Um, it was in the evening time. And I will never forget when you came in, you said to me, you are lucky you are my friend because girl, if you wasn't, I was staying in the house. And at that moment, I knew that our friendship was cemented in heaven yes. because you came out for me in the rain on a Saturday night. It was pouring it buckets was. of rain when you came out. It was. And anybody who knows me knows how much I despise. Not anymore, though. But back then, I definitely despise rain. Yeah. But then I had a, a shift where God was like, but you only really don't like the rain when you don't have any seed in the ground. Ooh. So you got, me, got me together real quick. <laughs> so, I mean, you want to harvest. We want to harvest. We got to ask God to send down the rain. There it is. So got me together real quick. And I said, oh, okay. <laughs> so nowadays... I embrace the rain just like I embrace, you know, every season. Um, still never really liked the cold. You know, I mean, of course, I've been dealing with it all my life. Um, but, you know, again, just embracing every season and understanding how necessary every single season is to the journey. Yeah. And so, but you're absolutely right. It definitely speaks volumes to the relationship that we've cultivated and the fact that you are legit my sister girl. Like, we may oh, not be able to get together all the time but you if you call baby and even that um <laughs> last summer you just like i'm in the neighborhood me and darius like come through you just pop up at our house yeah like, we love you oh you know the love is so real i love y'all too so much so so much so yeah so um so talk to me about how you actually became an enneagram coach and what the enneagram is Okay, so um, the Enneagram is a typology tool, much like Myers-Briggs, Strength Finders, except the Enneagram um, helps you to discover the why behind your personality. So it doesn't just stay on the surface level as I'm an extrovert, I'm an introvert. It goes really deep in your personality to help expose why you're an introvert, why you're an extrovert, why you're this way, why you're that way. And so um, the Enneagram, uh, the word Enneagram um, is Greek. So Ennea meaning nine, gram meaning drawing. So on this drawing that's in the shape of almost a circle, there are nine different points. And each nine points represents nine different personality types in which um, it's believed that we all fit into one of these, uh, nine dominant personality types. So that's just the Enneagram on the surface. Of course, it goes a lot deeper, um, with the coaching part that I do. Right. And my mother is who introduced me to the Enneagram. And so yes. when she introduced me to it, I practically fell in love. I became immersed with 
all things Enneagram. I'm talking, I was reading books. I was in the Barnes and Noble um, for hours, just walking the aisles, picking up books off the shelf. I was uh, on the internet Googling, like whatever it was Enneagram related, I was immersed because I literally fell in love with it when I heard about it. I felt like this is what God called me to do. And so because of that, I said, well, you know what? Let me take a leap of faith. Let me look into becoming certified. And so mm-hmm. I ran it past my husband and um, he looked at the certification price and he was like, huh? <laughs> Gina, that got a comma in it. And I was just like, yeah, I know, but I really want to do it. And he was like, if you think you can do it, then I co-sign and let's get it done. And so I went after my certification and I was able to get it. Um, it took a while because it's so much material. I mean, yeah. so much material. Um, so I went through and I was able to get certified. So here I am. Yes. And congratulations on that. Congratulations to both of you. The fact that Darius actually supported you in, you know, your your feet to say, OK, I'm going to do this. But the reality is that we need that support, whether it be from our spouse or, you know, even our children. Um, you know, parents, you know, the fact that your mom was the one that even introduced you. I think that's so strong, you know, to that relationship and shout out to Miss Kathy. Hey girl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, you know, and, and I know, um, I've looked at the chart so many times and never realized, you know, that of course, obviously all words stem from somewhere. Right. But never really realized the root until just now. And I'm like, oh, that's right. So, okay, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. So, indeed, so that's very enlightening. So, you know, I guess, you know, I'm going to kind of throw the ball in your court to kind of walk us through, you know, how, how how do we do this? How do we determine who we are and, and why we are who we are? So, um, one of the first things that I have my clients do is I have them take the test. So the test basically types you um, based on how you're answering the assessment. And Mm -hmm. that will help to determine which of these nine dominant types you fall into. And so I'm a type four. Um, Mm -hmm. And when I first read what a type four was, I was just like, whoa. And my husband was like, that is absolutely you. A (laughs) hundred percent that is Gina. Um, and so once my client gets typed, then we start going through the process and my whole trajectory goal with my clients. Um, I know there are different Enneagram coaches that do different things. My whole trajectory, um, with coaching is to make certain that my clients, um, come into how God authentically created and wired them. I want them to be who God created them to be, not someone else, not feeling like they're lacking because they're not like her or they don't quite measure up because they don't have what he has. I want my clients to embrace who God created them to be. That's just it. And by doing that, I help steer them back to God's word and just reaffirming who God says that they are through their personality type. I love it. I love it. And, and and that's something that I stand strongly, um, you know, in is just being yourself. Like nobody can be you better than you. And the reality is God created all of that, all of that goodness. Yeah. 
you know, just be you. Stop trying to trying to, you know, compare yourself to this one or that one. Definitely just stand in who you are and who God created you to be. So I'm glad um, that that is the foundation of, you know, how you actually relate to your clients, because I feel like that that alone just makes the difference. Yeah. When you start there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it takes the pressure off of people because I think uh, too much in society now, we're almost taught to whatever you see on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you need to mimic. You need to do whatever people are doing so you can get the likes, so you can get the comments, uh, so you can get the shares, so you can do all of this. And it's kind of like, well, people actually begin to lose a lot of their identity because they're just trying to be someone that they're not. Or yep. they feel like something's wrong with them, like they should feel ashamed or mm-hmm. that they have to not be exposed, like because I don't want people to know that I'm like this. So they keep it to themselves. And that's not healthy either. And so um, the other goal with my coaching is that I want people to experience a healthy side of their personality, but to also know when they're going towards the unhealthy side. So they're like, oh, let me go back. Because Mm -hmm. after all, we want people to feel like it's a joy to be around us. Like they look forward to it. It's pleasant. Like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait. If people are like, I'd rather not. Right. (laughs) And that's kind of the theme all the time. Then there may be something wrong with how you're coming off and maybe not the other people. It might (laughs) be you just always coming into a room, starting trouble all the time. So, I mean, hey. Yes. Always coming and shaking tables, tearing things up. Like, come on, get your life together. Get your life together. (laughs) Put it back. But that's the absolute truth. And I think that's, you know, that's key that individuals would actually recognize that and say, because like, even before we got on, I was sharing with you, I said, you know, sometimes I find that I've been doing a thing so long and you're like, you know, that ain't right. You know, you've already made the switch to go this route, but every now and again, you start kind of, you know, pulling back to that old way. And you're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We don't do that anymore. That is the old me. But, you know, I think it's so crucial that as we embrace who we are, that we're also always trying to become better, of course. Right. And and even though we know God created us and all of that goodness that we are today, but there's so much more goodness that he has for us. So it's not enough for me to stay the amazing person you see today. I need to be the amazing person he says that is in my destiny, right? Yeah. So I think that's, you know, that's key as well. So, but listen. Always just constantly growing. And yeah. if we are um, creations of Christ, then when he says that he'll do the exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask, imagine, or think. That's what Part of saying. that is our growth. And I've always said, that change is optional. It's kind of like, I don't feel like it. Maybe I want to, I don't know. But growth is very deliberate. It is, I am going to move. I don't care what the weather looks like outside. I don't care who's showing up or who's not. I don't care if I got enough clothes to go. I don't care if I got enough gas in my car. I am going. That is a very deliberate, a very deliberate decision versus change is kind of optional. Like maybe I feel like it today. Maybe I don't. I don't Mm -hmm. really care. Maybe (laughs) I talk to him. Maybe I won't. I don't know. 
you know? So it's kind of like that I feel back attacked. and forth. I feel attacked, y'all. Wait a minute. <laughs> Don't feel attacked. Don't feel attacked. Don't feel attacked. <laughs> it's the enemy. It's the enemy. <laughs> the devil made me do it. Yeah. 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 That constant brain well, no, game that we do. That, that is the absolute truth, though. You know, mm -hmm. like, it takes that deliberate, literally the decision, right? And years ago, I remember one of my coaches saying that, you know, the word decision, it derives from something has to die. You got to you gotta say what it is that, you know, you're going to do. So whatever the other thing is has to die. So when you make that decision and everything starts with a decision, whether you're going to eat that fried chicken or you're going to be like, sis, pull back from that table, go ahead, turn your plate down. And fast just this one time. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, or or am I going to go to the gym or am I going to go ahead and, you know, sleep an extra hour? You know, just whatever the, the particular decision is. And it's funny that um I see bro then hopped on here. He said, amen. And as, as I'm talking about eating fried chicken. <sighs> We love you, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my life together eventually. But seriously, though, so, but yeah, um, you know, just recognizing that everything starts with a decision. Every single thing that we ever do in life starts with a decision. Nothing really happens by chance, you know, and so um, just living a more purposeful life, you know, deciding to make more intentional decisions, deciding that. I don't want to stay the same. I want to become better. I want to become bolder, bigger, you know, um, and, and not physically Jesus. That's not what I mean. I don't want to become bigger in that way. <laughs> oh, God. Why can you like this? <laughs> Listen, I'm going to be who I am. I can't help it. But bro said he ain't judging nobody. He a coach. And we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Okay? From the depths of my soul. <laughs> but yes, but um, but yeah, so you know, you make the decision that you decide you want to, you know, to, to grow. You're no longer just gonna go with the flow. Because in fact, my brother-in-law always says only dead fish go with the flow. And boy, that, that thing sat with me for a long while. And let me tell you how my sister um has said for so long um that if you're not growing, you're dead. Dead yep. things don't grow. That's right. And it's just like, oh. Wait, wait a minute. Either dead or fake. <laughs> you ever try? You ever try watering a fake plant? Right. Yeah. Like, wait, wait a minute. Like, so it definitely puts a lot of things into perspective. Like, if your spiritual life isn't growing, if yeah. it looks the same as it did last year, last month, my gosh. Say if that. your relationships look the same, y'all still having the same problem something is wrong here. It needs to change. And it's nothing wrong with being the first person to make the switch. Right. Like, cause sometimes we feel like I don't want to do it, especially in friendship. So just keeping with the theme of tonight, it may be like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like she needs to say something to me first. I'm not mm -hmm. saying nothing to her, but my gosh, how much does it take just to reach out to somebody and say, Hey, look, I'm just checking on you. Is everything okay? Is there is there something that's wrong? Something that I need to know? Like, right. how long does it take to just do that to help remedy what could be 
catastrophic because ugly situations don't represent Christ. That's right. just the bottom line. Yeah. And our goal is to make God look good, not to make God look like he's a fraud. That's it. You can drop the mic right there. That's it and that's all. <laughs> <laughs> not the pen. <laughs> yeah, gang pen. Yeah, there we go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. But yes, I mean, you're absolutely right. And that's the reality is that um, anything that I do anymore, you know, my goal is, of course, to represent he who created me, he who, um, you know, I embody all of who he is. He is me. I am, you know, like I just I just I just do my best to in being who I am. Show the world what it looks like when he gets a hold of you for real. Yeah. Right. It doesn't mean that you I mean, of course, you're, you're changed, but it doesn't mean that you can't still be yourself. You can't still have fun and still be saved. You can still act like you got some sense, but have a good time. Because you did that at my wedding reception. I saw you. I saw you doing that at my wedding reception. I, I saw it. And I was just like, oh, 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 okay. Y'all better get out her way. Listen, anybody, listen. If y'all know, y'all know. Okay? One thing about me is music is my love language. Okay? Especially if you play It Takes Two. <laughs> There she go. Everybody. Now I know I'm only 21, so I really shouldn't know that song. But when I tell you I've been dancing to that song since I was nine years old, it has been my absolute, it's a game changer for me, especially with my journey and all of the trials that I've had to overcome. For me, music was my safe space, right? Mm -hmm. So whether it was those sad you know, heart wrenching songs to songs like it takes two, and you know, all you hear is and it's, it's a rap, right? So, but wherever I am in life, I can always relate certain songs to where I was, who I was with, you know, um, what might have been going on. And music has always been a staple for me. I can listen to music even before we got on. Did I yeah. not play music? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really big on TV, I'm not big on. Oh, we got to watch something, although I will. Um, but music, it's always somewhere in the background for me. And so, yeah, they played that song and child, I tore that corner up. You hear me? <laughs> <laughs> and I often say, I oh, if she ever see that video, she going to be oh, like, what? We saw it. We saw it. Like, you had your whole little segment in our wedding video. You was getting it. And we was just like, oh. Oh, okay. Listen, listen. It, I was celebrating. There was plenty to celebrate. I was ecstatic for my brother and sister. So that's it. And that's all. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But yes. Yeah, so let's talk more about um, the nine types okay. and, you know, how they might relate. Because I know we talked about even relating them to um, to sitcoms that we are familiar with. Um, so let's 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 dive in. All right, so here we go. So I'm gonna go one through nine and pull out some old school. Well, they would be considered old school. Um, black TV sitcoms, some characters, okay. and because we're talking female friendships, I'm gonna pull out all women. All right. Okay. So here now we go. Now, now you know I'm only 21. So these these ones I'm gonna know. <laughs> what? Why? 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 I 
I'm only 21 again for like the 24th year, but nonetheless, nonetheless. All right, All right well, let's jump. Aquarius season is on the way. <laughs> All right, let's, I'm, I'm gonna get it together. I'm gonna get it together. Let's Go jump ahead. Into it. Okay, so um, type one, type ones are perfectionists, uh, everything has to be perfect for them. If it's not perfect, they're gonna tell you about it. So, mm -hmm. who do we have as our type one? We have Regime from yes. Living Single. Um, <laughs> so, I got some notes here. So, if I'm looking down, it's because I want to make sure I don't forget anything. So, um, with Regime, you know she had her wigs. All her wigs had yes, she fly. Her, <laughs> her clothes would fly. Um, and when people didn't dress right, she said something about it. Like, yep. for the type yep. ones, if something's not right, with, with the way you cross your T or dot your I, ones are certainly going to be like, that's not how you do that. This is how right. you do it. So she even got on people for how they dressed. Um, she'd say whatever it was that pretty much came to mind. Um, she always clowned her mother for wearing those gauchos all the <laughs> yes. time. Always clowned her yes. mother for wearing those gauchos. Um, her cooking... Her party hosting was always on point to a impeccable. It was all impeccable. It was, it was always impeccable. Although for quite some time she could never keep a man. So no well. matter how perfect Regine was, she could never well. keep a man. Um, but overall, Regine, she was a good friend. Um, she helped Khadijah a lot. She helped yeah. Sinclair. And even when Max plucked her nerves from eating at their house every day. <laughs> she was a good friend so if you have a yeah. friend that's a perfectionist that's a type one regardless she's still a darn good friend absolutely so type twos type twos are helpers and they want to help everybody um they believe that they know more of what you need than you right more of what you need so it's kind of like i already know like Holy Spirit told me this is what you need, and I'm running to the rescue. So type two, I put down Kim from a different world. And so, as you know, Kim was in school to be a medical doctor. Right. Um, and she was Mr. Gaines's like star worker at the pit. So whatever Mr. Gaines needs, she was always there, always did everything. Uh, if you remember the episode. Uh, where Ron, uh, his band was performing and they weren't doing too good. Mm -hmm. And she actually said that she would be there like lead singer and yes. sing. <laughs> Girl, she had that wig on. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But she came, oh, through. She came through as much as she could till her head got a little too big. Right. But um, one of the episodes that really marked her being a helper and knowing what someone else needed was the episode where Whitley and Dwayne got married. So mm. it was the episode before where Whitley had left her earrings. Mm -hmm. And she had to go back yes. to college to get her earrings for her because she knew she needed them for her wedding day. That is a helper. So yeah. if you have a friend that's a helper, be sure to say thank you. I know sometimes they may be a little overwhelming in their approach to just kind of want to be up on you um, and trying to do everything for you. Um, but that's just how God has wired their heart. Be sure you say thank you because they certain, certainly like to hear the kudos. Well, listen, Jessica's on here from Facebook Live and she said she's a type two child. 
That's my Jessica. Hey, Jess. Well, thank you, Jess. Love you. <laughs> For being the helper. Listen, we all need that help. And Jessica is. So let's just plug her business. Yes, um, the Millionaire please. Midwife. Um, she helps businesses. She helps scale businesses. If your business needs any help, yes. look her up. The Millionaire Midwife. She's on Facebook. Um, you'll be able to find her. Um and get, yes. get that, that help going on. Get that help for real. Get that help. 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 So speaking of Jessica, speaking Whoa. of Jessica, so um I'm not certain how much of Jessica's profile picture people can really see, but we're getting into type three, and type three is the overachiever, the successful mm -hmm. overachiever. They're like the booster, they're like I got a little bit of this. I got a little bit of that. I can do this. I can go here. I drive this. This is where I'm vacationing. Everything. That would be Whitley. Mm -hmm. Jessica reminds you of Whitley and the way <laughs> she looks. She does. Um, but yes, Whitley, um, she had money. Yes. Okay. She, Never had a problem with the coin. Never had a problem with the coin at all. Um, her father's status, he was a judge. And in the beginning seasons of A Different World, she made certain that everybody knew it. Um, mm -hmm. Her mother fed into a lot of her type three, um, yeah. her boastful personality. If you remember, um, on the day of her wedding, she was like, baby, you are marrying a senator. Yes. Like, you're about to be a <laughs> senator's wife. Like, just playing all into that. Um, she had a Mercedes in college. She had fur coats. I mean, like, Whitley had the best of the best. Um, so if you remember one episode, um, she was failing math. And Colonel Taylor told her, like, if you don't pass, you're not going to be able to graduate. Right. so <laughs> she had gotten... Uh, Dwayne to be her tutor, but she kind of mm -hmm. wanted Dwayne to kind of like do her work for her. Right. So she wouldn't have to do it. And he was like, no, that's not how this works. The reason they like to be the one to motivate everyone else. But if they feel like I'm being exposed for something that I'm not, mm -hmm. that's a trigger for them. So she didn't want to right. be exposed for being the dumb girl right. who couldn't pass this math class. Um, if you remember, um, Dwayne was dating Kinu. She mm -hmm. hated that girl. She <laughs> called that girl every day, but <laughs> she called that girl Key Coca-Cola. Coca <laughs> like she called that girl everything. Wait, so I forgot about that episode. Oh my God. <laughs> she called that girl everything, but everything. she was mad that Kenu was dating Dwayne and she wanted Dwayne. Yeah. She could not yep. be seen amongst her friends as the failure, as the one who lost the man. And yeah. if you remember the episode um where they were having like some sort of trivia or something or another, and it mm -hmm. was like Hillman College against Avery, and the other school actually won. And as Kenny was standing there with her trophy and Dwayne, she was like, you may have got the trophy, but I'm going to get the man. Like, that's so type threes. Type yes. threes are, they coming for so you. Yes, so they, competitive. Yes, <laughs> they are coming for you. So, um, and then the other episode I wanted to bring up about Whitley was, um, if you remember when she went to meet uh, Dwayne's uh, 
family in New York for Christmas. Mm -hmm. She wanted to take that stubbling Santa. And they were like, ah, that's ugly. Don't give that to his mother. And she was like, no, like, it's class. Like, right. this is what the upper elite get for Christmas, you know? And um, she ended up coming in there with her fur on, ended up getting robbed. But that's neither here nor right. there. But she had to give off an image to Mrs. Wayne, a.k.a. Patty LaBelle. She had yes. to give off this image to her that, you know, I got the best of the best. Like, your son is good with me, and I'm going to make certain that you have this ugly son. <laughs> to, you know, regardless. So, Listen, um, she was persnickety. <laughs> my goodness, my goodness. And if you remember, when she had came into the house, she was like, um, made some comment about her cooking. She was like, oh, Mrs. Wayne, um, it looks like you've spent your whole life in the kitchen. <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> Hold up, sis. Now, wait a minute. But yes, child, she was something else. She was something else. But, you know, it's it's amazing that as, you know, as you recall all these different episodes, and of course, I haven't seen a different world in forever. But as you, you know, you bring to remembrance those particular episodes, I'm like, yes, that is absolutely the truth. That is, you know, it makes sense. You know, adding it into the different personality types. I'm like, okay, Whitley, I see you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Whitney was definitely type three personality yes. all the way. Um but she tried to hang on in the end. If you remember the episode where um, after her and Dwayne had gotten married and their mothers had came for Thanksgiving and she didn't mm -hmm. want to tell her mother they were broke. So she like used the curtains on the window and made a dress like out of the drapes at the window because <laughs> like she couldn't part ways to let her mother know the truth that yeah. they had been robbed and that they were broke and she had lost right. her job. And right. that's type threes. They will do whatever they got to do to keep pushing that image yep. because that image is actually what motivates other people to want to come along too. So if you have a girlfriend, a good, good girlfriend that has these tendencies, mm -hmm. um, be kind. Don't cut her off. I know it's very easy to label people and be like, she's a snob. She's bougie. Yeah. Um, she's stuck up. She's a show off. Um, but type threes, they're great motivators to keep everybody going. So yeah. be kind. And they, of course, they mean well. You they know, mean well. they mean well. But, you know, they just, like you said, they they sometimes fall into that the category where it's really a facade. They're trying to keep up that image until they can get it together, you know, kind of bring it back in. So, right. yeah, yeah. Wow. So type fours. I'm a four. Mm -hmm. True. Um, <laughs> True. Um, so four would be Sinclair from Living Single. So we're back at Living Single. Sinclair would be a four. Sinclair was always felt good just being herself. She didn't yeah. care. Like she dressed any kind of way. Uh, whatever she thought is what she thought. She was good with that. Um, she gave her time and her talent. She wanted to be an actor, even though she worked uh, as secretary at Khadija's magazine, at uh, uh, Khadija's magazine company. Right, right. It didn't matter. Like Sinclair was totally herself with the little trolls on her desk. <laughs> Nothing could take her away yes. from being herself. And one of the things about fours is that they're able to feel a lot of times what other people are feeling mm -hmm. on a very deep level. So it's like, you know, I felt wounded before. Fours will go really deep with you. And yeah. they're like, really? Yeah. Me too. So while we're creatives and we're not like everybody else, like we're the 
the yellow umbrella sticking out of a bunch of black ones. Mm -hmm. um, we're able to experience um, emotion with people um, that others might just generally overlook. And one thing right. about Sinclair, if you know anything about um, her character, when people would get upset, she would always pat him on the shoulder. She'd be like, woo, woo, woo. Yes. Woo, woo. <laughs> Sinclair, okay, and she wasn't afraid to be who she was, you know. Like you said, she could stick out, but she was proud of just that, you know. And so, and and that definitely is you, you know. Like, okay, <laughs> yes, I am gonna be the one that's gonna right. get married and had a different headpiece on. I didn't want to no. be, didn't want to be. I just wanted you, to be. Let, let me let me just say for the people who don't know. My good, good sis came down that aisle, honey, in that blazing heat of a thousand and seven degrees. Thousand and seven, thousand and seven. What was it? What was it? July twentieth. July twentieth. Child, the hottest day of all the year. I know. I know. I know. I was so grateful. When I say she came down that aisle looking fantastic. Fabulous! That headpiece was rocking. Listen, all of it, all of it was amazing. Like, yeah, you did that. Thank you did you. that. Thank you. Did you. That. Thank you. And Thank just, you. just for that, I think I'm gonna have to go ahead and 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 pilfer through your pictures and post it just so that people will know what I was referring to. They need to see this live and in person. Like, <laughs> fabulous, fabulous. Thank you. But it, it was so indicative of who you are, though. It was unique. You know, I had never seen it, ever seen anyone rock a headpiece like that, ever. But it was who you are and it embraced all of your class, all of, um, you know, your creativity, you know, just, yeah, did that. Oh, Point thank you. And period. And if I didn't pay so much for this mic, I'd drop it. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We ain't going to do that. We ain't going to no, do that. Yeah. No. Darius and I, we didn't plan on sending cash apps tonight to re replace broken equipment. Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But um, jumping into five, Enneagram yes. fives, they are the investigators. They are very, very smart people. Very, mm -hmm. very smart people. They're the ones that typically like to hang out in the back of the room kind of just observe everybody everything they're great researchers so mm -hmm. much so that enneagram fives they research to the point where they don't want anybody to prove them wrong it's like they don't want you to have information that they don't have right. so they research to that extent um like I said, Enneagram fives, they're most likely your introvert that's hanging out in the back, that's really quiet, that's to themselves. Um, they really don't like doing a lot of interaction. They can, mm -hmm. but they really don't prefer it. So right. this person may not fit the mold of being very introverted, but they certainly fit the mold of doing their research and knowing what they're talking about. And that's none other than Maxine Shaw. From yes. Maxine Shaw, attorney at law. At Maxine law, <laughs> Like Maxine Shaw, she knew everything. There was nothing that you could argue with Max on that she did not know to a T. The girl was brilliant. Yes. Was simply brilliant on that show. Um, I loved how um, her and Kyle, they would go back and forth. It didn't matter. 
the girl was still smart. She yep. outsmart anybody. Yep. Like her comebacks, her wit. Wit, yes. Was just always <laughs> on snapbacks, retorts. All the time. Coming from the jugular time. real quick. <laughs> all the time, all the time. So much so that um, as the show progressed on, she actually um, stopped practicing law and went on to be an alderman in New York. The girl was that's smart. Right. She's right. She was brilliant. And that's what yeah. fives are. They're very smart mentally. Like, it's very rare that anybody would be able to outthink a five. Because mm -hmm. fives do a lot of research. They read a lot of books. They're book readers. Mm -hmm. So, like, people be like, I'm a five. How often do you read? Oh, I don't <laughs> right. like to read. Oh, Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I know it looks like the cool quality, but... Fives are real readers. They yeah. they are real for real for real readers. Um, so that's the five, and then we jumping into the six. Mm -hmm. Sixes are loyalists. They are loyal to the core. Mm. Whatever it is that needs to get done, leave it to a six. They are they on their way to get it done. Mm -hmm. Sixes. I said that's Khadijah. Yes, Khadijah James. She was loyal to the core. She always looked out for her friends, mm -hmm. always looked out for her staff at the magazine um, office. And if you remember, um, part well, before I go there, part of being a six is that when things don't go according to plan, they begin to experience anxiety. Yeah, yeah. So they get a little, oh my gosh, this is not going how I planned. Like we are supposed to be able to get to the end of this mission. Everybody's yeah. here. Why is this not going according to plan? Let's stick to the plan. If it doesn't go according to the plan, they begin to get nervous. Mm -hmm. And so if you remember one episode, um, Khadijah couldn't pay the printer for the magazine. And they was about to snip her off. And Max came through and was like, I'll just cut you a check and you'll just pay me back. Right. And she was like, literally freaking out how am i gonna get this done and max right. came through as an enneagram five friend would came through and saved the day right. and um another episode was um when khadijah was dating the guy scooter and mm. he had left and went somewhere i don't know la japan he went somewhere <laughs> and he just stopped calling her and she said i sat by the phone and waited for you to call wow. me and you never did and as a result of him not calling her like continuing the relationship her life just started spiraling out of control yeah. and she actually had to go to therapy and her therapist was played by jasmine guy that's right her therapist was played by wow jasmine guy i forgot about that because she had her life had just spiraled out of control and she's like khadijah you you need to you need to take a break this has a lot mm -hmm. to do with your relationship and as women sometimes we do foolishly wait for men well, <laughs> let me just sip on my tea because <laughs> wait for who? And I'm guilty. I've been there, done that, but not no more, honey. If you ain't long for the ride, well, this train finna leave. What time is it? <laughs> and that's the thing about life. You know, I think about it and I'm like, 
when a train, a plane, a bus or whatever has a time schedule, right? And when that, that bus or plane, whatever leaves, it takes off, it pulls out of the station. It ain't going back. It ain't, it ain't making a U-turn to come back for you because you weren't quite ready. No, no, sis. But you know, we're going, you know, we're going to stay on track because. <laughs> so if you have a friend that is an Enneagram six and she is a loyalist to the core, but sometimes gets a little anxious when things don't go according to plan, just be patient. Yes. Just be patient with her. Um, Jennifer yeah. says she has to be a six. And I think she meant to say this is also interesting. But yes, you know, I, I'd agree, Jen. You are definitely a six. She's definitely, but you know, just one of my most loyal friends. And so grateful that she's chiming in on uh, Facebook Live tonight. Hey, Jen. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just amazing. And it is so interesting. And this is why I wanted um, to have you on because it's so enlightening to recognize who you are and who those around you are as well. So this way we can better work together. Because the reality is you can't have a bunch of ones. You can't have a bunch of sevens. You need really all of them. You need all nine. Yeah, you need a variety you know? of friends. And um, I think that we do ourselves um, a lot of harm in life by just cutting people off. Like, no, I'm going to get rid of him. I'm going to get rid of her. Mm -hmm. I don't need her in my life. That's da 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 da, -da. And it's like, wait a minute. Slow up. As I like to say often, Time out cream of wheat. Wait a minute. Wait, Wait a minute, because I never did like cream of wheat, so I'll be quick to snip, snip, snip. Time <laughs> out. Like, pause. Give it a second. Like, we react so quickly off of yeah. our emotions that just yeah. because you feel this way today doesn't mean that you'll feel that way in an hour or so. And right. we got to remember to leave room, leave space for the Holy Spirit to come in and speak. We'd be so quick to make decisions, to cut people off, to stop being friends, to walk away, to block people. And it's just mm -hmm. like, what are we doing all of that even for? Yes. I mean, now, if there's a legitimate, I mean, right. legitimate reason, then of course you want to put those boundaries in place. But if we're just unfriending somebody because, you know, I'm tired of her telling us that she got a fur coat or she going away to Aruba, well, right. say she's your friend, that's your motivator. She's the one that's getting you to the next place. She's the one that's saying you're at spot two today. I can make certain that by the end of the year, you're at spot five. Like that's she's right. the one that's pulling the crew. Like if I got it, if I got the 10,000 square foot home, you can have the 10,000 square foot home too. God has yeah. no respect to person. Come on. Let's all go. That's it. But because there's so much um, jealousy or envy sometimes that Satan just mm -hmm. weaves all up and through, we're just cutting people off. And yep. like you said, we need a variety of friends. Every part of the body is needed to fulfill God's work here in the earth. Yes. The I can't say to the ear, I have no need for you. I need you in order to get this job done. Point blank and period. And <laughs> that's it and that's all. Period. Period. <laughs> so let's jump into seven. Seven yes, is let's. the free spirit. Seven is like... Talk about those sevens, honey. 
<laughs> Sevens are the free spirit. They are the ones where any and everything goes. Are we jumping out of a plane today? Let's jump! <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. And let's come on, everybody. Um, what like what are we doing? Like sevens are always on the go. They are like the life of the party. Sevens are the life of the party. They're the ones that get everybody else amped. They're the ones that are saying, happy hour starts at five, but we're going to leave work at four and go play <laughs> with Nerf guns in the parking lot. Like, those are the sevens. Those yes. are the sevens. And so I said that Freddie from a different world. Oh, yes. Was a complete seven. Freddie was just, I'm here. I'm yes, there. He I, I need to be centered, as she would say. I need to be centered all of that and one of the things that seven sometimes deal with is they have this tank inside of them where no matter how much you put in it's mm -hmm. never quite enough they're always searching mm -hmm. for more my daughter is a seven and yeah. so I know that very well that if Darius and I constantly give to this 14 year old it's never enough for her so we yeah. as her parents have had to learn how to slow up because if not, we'll go bankrupt for mm -hmm. <laughs> 14 year old. And that's not really our, it's not really our motivation. So um, one of the things about Freddie is that she wanted Shaza and she wanted Ron towards the end of a different world. She was just like, it's not enough. I want him, but oh, I want him too. <laughs> yeah, thank God for the Holy Spirit that I'm no longer there. I'm just trying to get one to act right. Like just, just one Jesus. Just come on, give me one that want to get some get right. Like that's all I want. That's all I want. But of course, Jen says, Dewana all day, LOL. I love you for this because I'm on a strict schedule. And that is the absolute truth. I'm always kind of just, let's go with the flow. If you know, I'll hit people up and you, your witness, I've texted you and said, oh, well, this is going on tomorrow. <laughs> and those of you who have those strict schedules are like, child, please, my week is already planned out. And I'm like, let's just go. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And I'm like, wait Listen. a minute. I'm looking at my calendar and I'm like, that's this Saturday. Dwana, that's, <laughs> it's Thursday night at 930. That's this Saturday. So you want me to be able to do this? <laughs> yes. But nonetheless, it all makes Total sense free. now. Just call Total. me seven. Total free spirit. <laughs> and sevens are needed because sevens, um, sevens are the friends that need to remind you to have fun. Relax. Mm -hmm. Take a load off. Do something that you've never done before. Take risks. Um, live yeah. life. Live the life that God has given you to live. Live it and live it well and enjoy it. So sevens are definitely needed. Um, and Freddie was a darn good friend on a different world too. A darn good friend. Um, and then eights. Eights are challenges. Wait, wait, before you go to eight, I'm cracking up because Jen said, she be like, let me know or I'll ask someone else, LOL. <laughs> I'm not that bad. <laughs> You're not that bad. But I will say, listen, I'm going to put it out there. Of course, I come up with these fly-by-night ideas, right? It's just, it's, I accept it. I've, I've come to grips with it. And it's either you with it or you ain't. I'm still going. <laughs> I'm going. So either you're going to hop on the bus with me or I'll tell you about it when I get back. That's just how it is. <laughs> 
and and I understand, and I'm okay with the fact that everybody can't go. Like I'm, I'm as much as I'd love for you to be able to drop everything and be like, you know what, I'm out. But I understand, you know, at least now there wasn't always a time when I understood because <laughs> I used to take it personal. Like, what she mean? She can't be ready by tomorrow to go, you know, to Hawaii. What you mean? <laughs> but now that I understand, you know, and, you know, clearly I've lived some life. I, I've, you know, been in relationships, had children, all that good stuff. So the reality is, yes, I come up with these ideas. I'm going Either you can roll with me or you can't. I'll tell you about it all when I get back, honey. (laughs) (laughs) No love lost. Did you see my pictures over there cracking up? Did you see, like, the one is like, did you see my pictures on Facebook? Because (laughs) I showed y'all that I had a good time. Now, I told y'all that I was going. I know I told y'all 30 minutes before I left the house, but I told y'all that I was going. I remember you had did that um, one year. For your birthday, I forgot what day it was, but you was just like, "I'm going out for brunch for my birthday on Saturday. Um, it's going to be at such and such a place in Annapolis." You that, was, it- that was 2020. That was before all hell broke loose with and the I was, pandemic. I was like, "Yep," but you showed up. <laughs> but you showed up though. Okay. <laughs> And was was like the was there before I got there. Yeah, I was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so how about that? Yeah, I, I was I was rocking with the free spirit that day. I was yes. rocking with how the about free that spirit. for some friendship, sister girl. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so eight eights are challengers. They're the ones that will go back and forth with you. If you say the sky is black, they'll be like, it's red. They're the ones that are always time enough for you um they're a good friend to have because when you find yourself in a pickle or in a pinch they're Mm -hmm. the ones that'll come through and they're the ones that'll fight your case like you're like they're your attorney like oh i ain't know that like here come my friend coming through and sometimes they may be labeled as just being argumentative i don't like to be around her she always got a problem with something everything Mm -hmm. is always a problem not so. They're the friend that will really concern themselves with what's going on with you and look out for yeah. you and stand up for you when you need it. So I said an eight is Pamela James from Martin. Yes. Pamela toe to toe. Toe to toe for her friends. Even Martin. She would yes. be going toe to toe with Shanene. She ain't care. She'd be going toe to toe with um uh Kilolo. She be going toe to toe with all like she did not care like whoever, crew, whoever can get it. <laughs> her crew was her ride or die. Yes. Show. Like she was always coming through for her friends all the time, all the time. And so oh, wow. that's why I said for eight. And then the last one, nine. Nines are the peacemakers. They're the ones that are like right there in the middle. Mm-hmm. They see the, everybody's point of view. They don't want to agree too much with you and not too much with them because they want to keep the peace amongst right. everybody. They don't want to ruffle any feathers or anything. Right, right, right. And so she may be the friend where she's saying, um, I agree with her, but I see where you're coming from too. And you have a point, but she... And so... The nine I selected as Gina from Martin. 
And so um, Gina was definitely um, a peacemaker in the mm -hmm. middle of it all. If you remember um, the one episode um, where Martin, she was trying to throw Martin a surprise party. Mm. And um, she was trying to get people together to come to the party. And they were like, your husband is rude and all of this and this and this and that. <laughs> and she was just like, Oh, like she was like recounting in her mind where she had to actually come to grips with the fact that nobody was coming to her man birthday party because <laughs> he was rude. And so um, that's the nine. Those are all the nine different Enneagram types um, on the diagram. And so I hope that trying to pair them with a character on a black TV sitcom was helpful to understand. I believe it truly was. I know it was for me. And it looks like most of the individuals who've been able to chime in live have agreed as well. Um, and so I'm grateful. And I mean, it's nine o'clock. Like, girl, you did that. You did that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I was like, girl, you did that. You did that. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I was like, girl, you did that. You did that. I'm like, and so Jen actually says it's super helpful. She wants to learn more. So let's talk about how individuals can reach out to you. And so Jen actually, I don't know why this thing is making all the noise. All right, whatever it is, maybe not. Okay, I don't know. Can you hear me? I can hear you. But for some reason, I was getting some feedback there for a second. But it sounds like it's it's going away now. I can hear you. Well, and see, reason, now I'm here myself again. For a second, but it's do you have do you have Facebook up or something? For a second, but it's because that could be it. Do you have do you have Facebook up or something? I cannot <laughs> hear you at all that on could my be screen. It. Do oh, you man. have? Do you, Let's see. I cannot hear you at all. I don't know why. Child, the devil mad. You know that's how he get. I cannot hear you at all. This is horrible. I'm so sorry. It seems like something happened. All right. Can you hear me now? Anything different? Nope. Still can't hear me? I see your lips moving, but I can't hear you. Like, I don't, I don't know sign language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, let me try to sign out and sign back in. So, give okay. me a second. Let me try to sign out and sign back in. Y'all, listen. Y'all already know. The devil be mad. That's how he worked. It, you know, she didn't got on here, shared all this great information. <laughs> and, Jen, yes, I almost did hold up a sign. <laughs> <laughs> definitely almost held up a sign um but yeah you know we get on here we share all this great information god show out do his thing and hear that fool come we going but we ain't gonna stop we're gonna keep pushing let's try it again let's see if there we go now. come on jesus <laughs> listen this is this is i've embraced this as part of my life Anytime I do anything for the kingdom, anything that Jesus asked me to do, hear that fool come. 
and he just be trying it. And I'll be like, now you, you would have thought you would have left me alone by now. You would have thought you'd understand that every time you mess with me, I come back bigger, badder, bolder. But you just want to keep messing with me. Yeah. So now when we come back and we really, you know, we scuffling and we done put put the Vaseline on our face. Now we done took our earrings off. We we ready. We here with it. Like, <laughs> what you finna do? <laughs> Y'all gotta forgive me. The Philly be right here at all times. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, that thing would always jump out. But it'd be right here. It'd be ready. It'd be ready. That John. That John be always. It definitely listen. It'd be ready. <laughs> but I'm grateful for, for friendships like this that you know. You already know what time it is. You know, you know we're not going to give up. We're not, we not going to stop just because of a little technical difficulty. And so, um, but as I was sharing, you know, just the fact that you were able to share this in such an enlightening way, in such a relatable way. These are all characters that we have watched over the years. And, you know, we grew up watching. I mean, I'm only 21. So, you know, I only started a little while ago. But <laughs> I love how you just roll with it. Like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Why not? That's the seven in her, guys. That's the seven. As the seven friend, you know, you just roll with it. Yes. <laughs> but I truly appreciate you. Um, let me see what Jen is saying. Jen saying, I love understanding psychology and sociology and how we are created and why we act how we act. If I wasn't a professional hairstylist, I'd be doing that. That is very interesting. What? What? Now, wait a minute. Now, see, now Jen got me questioning our whole relationship, y'all. She talking about except Martin. I don't watch that show. Now, sis. Um, I'm like, wait. now, sis. So, I love you. But now, hold up now. We done went too far. <laughs> so, Jen, then I probably should be the one to tell you that you're no longer allowed to participate in Black History Month. Um, you're just going to have to skip right past February and just go straight from January to March because that's unacceptable. I'm like, how, Jen? How? Like, what? If there was any show that I could never live without, it is definitely, listen, I've got to have my Martin. Martin. Like, what? Yeah, we got to we gotta have a talk, sis. We got to have a talk, for real. <laughs> But I'm definitely grateful. I mean, I, you know, I do appreciate you, um, you know, coming in, sharing from such a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just, you know, again, relatable. It was obviously knowledgeable, you know, something that we could all take away from and, you know, refer back to. And especially as we continue to, you know, to interact with our sister girls, we can identify like, oh, okay, I see, you know, she is a seven. Oh, yeah, she is a three, you know. And be able to find ways to, um, you know, to commune better, if you will, to be able yeah. to, you know, to to focus on the strengths. And the fact of the matter is that, like you said, the ear, the eye, the, you know, the nose, the leg, all of those parts are needed. You know, there's no one part that's better than the other. Like, and, and you'll realize that, like, if you cut your finger, child, that finger be feeling like you about to, like, lose it. And you like... You never thought that something so, you know, small would be such a huge part, but it is. 
It is. And I feel like that's exactly the case with, you know, with our sister girls, no matter what um, type they are, you know, and so just being able to embrace them for who they are and who they're growing to be, you know, continuing to grow. And even those that we try to cut off. As I sip my tea on that note, <laughs> it's scalding. But um, well, uh, yeah. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Before the glitch, we were talking about um, how um, an individual can, you know, connect with you because I know Jen especially had mentioned that she liked to get more information. She possibly liked to be, you know, to be a client of yours. So, how does one find you? Yes, so I am on um, Instagram under the Harbet Agency, and that's H-A-R-B-E-T-T Agency, the Harbet Agency. Um, My email, um, if you want to shoot me an email, feel free um, at theharbetagency at um, gmail.com. And I look forward to hopefully hearing from you. Yes, yes. And so I want to definitely say again, thank you so much for taking time out tonight. Um, I have been looking forward to this since the moment we scheduled. (laughs) I have been like, yes, like I cannot wait. And so um, definitely, um, you know, again, thank you. Thank you to my bro for allowing you, you know, the opportunity this evening. You know, even to my boo-boo thing, Reagan, appreciate her, you know, letting her mama have some time to share with us tonight. So, of course, I um, I don't want to, you know, keep anybody any longer. It's 9.09. And um, I love you. I mean it. Ain't nothing you can do about it. (laughs) I love you, too. Thank you so much for um, having me. It's been great sitting amongst you um, and your followers uh, tonight. And... Hopefully we can do it again sometime. Yes, let's do it again. We definitely, well, it's almost our birthday. So you already know what, what time it's gonna it be is. A, it's going to be a situation. A situation? It's going to be a situation. It's going to be a situation. It's yes, going to be no. a hostile takeover. Hostile indeed. But indeed, guys, wherever you might be checking in from, whether it's Facebook Live, YouTube Live, if you catch this on Spotify or Google Podcasts, wherever it is that you are listening or watching, I want to thank you with all of my heart. I appreciate your support. Thank you for liking, for for commenting, for sharing, for subscribing, for going to runmemycrown.com and being a supporter. We so appreciate you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Smooches.